Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Main. What button did you just press? Main camera. Has someone changed main camera to ask? Me? Look, genuinely, look, main camera. Yeah, main camera. You, you, you get your feet under the table. I genuinely. And you suddenly start trying to bury Pete. I pressed that one. Assman is over here. I'm not. Th- I'm not that bad. Well, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> We've got a hacker, I think, who just wants Pete's ass. But we are here to talk about WrestleMania backlash which was actually a really fun show it was there was like there were two matches which i would have said oh that was a bit lame but everything else was really good are you do you want it a bit closer just a little bit closer okay a fist away a fist there that's better i'm ollie davis i'm joined by not the first time ever really but sort of no. making his return to the podcast after the critically acclaimed Randy Game series it is Randy Andy Datsun yes thank you very much i feel like i uh, spoke a bit too much last week so i'm going to try and tone it down in this podcast we were sitting here for about 3 hours last week i know and we staring we, we at each other places yeah my eyes are still a bit dry um, I've been using a few drops over the weekend, but I think I'm okay now. You know, sold it. And we will get into that main event very shortly. But first, a word from our sponsors, Wrestling GM. That's right. It's a wrestling game for your phone. You've seen Luke and Pete enjoy Wrestling GM mode on 2K22. Well, you can play Wrestling GM in a super fictionalized kayfabe world with 500 characters spanning 20 promotions across the globe in all in like a sort of it's this wonderful universe they've created so many different characters all with backstories not you know not like WWE wrestlers or AEW wrestlers but new inventions and you can you've got your three tabs you can book matches you can book the promotion and you can arrange the roster 
So you are in full control of a fictional wrestling promotion and you try and put on the best shows imaginable. Dave Meltzer will rate you, hopefully, yeah. if you do good enough. So Wrestling GM, check it out. Every click in the link in the video description below really helps support out this channel. And yeah, it's a really fun game. So go check it out. Luke always compares it to the E-Feds back in the E-Fed days. I think I'm too young for that. Well, I believe it is similar to Football Manager. Oh, well, that's excellent. So if it's like Football Manager, but for wrestling, then it's probably the best game in the world. Tell them to click the link. Click the link in the video description below to be to play the world's greatest game. How was that? That's great. See, this is the start of the chipping away. Now, yeah. now you're on the team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't expecting you to throw to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this episode of uh, Sunday Night Raw, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Sunday Night Smackdown. Yes. It was clearly, like, defined in the middle. It was like the, the three Raw matches, mm -hmm. then the three Smackdown matches, when really the main events, actually. A bit of both. It was... 66%, 67% SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, it was, but it was a, it was a really good match. <clears throat> I mean, the, the actual uh, sort of placement of the match for me doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I don't think it should be in the main event. It's your biggest star, though. It is my biggest star, but if you it... You don't want to put Roman in the main event? Obviously, I want Roman in the main event. You but want if, people if, to leave? If you're setting something up, then... You should have Roman's team at least lose and not just go over clean because then that just feels like a six-man tag on Raw. Mm. Uh, this needed to have a big finish and a, and a finish that kind of was like, oh my God, that's a big thing. But it was just, oh, Roman's pinned Riddle. It was a good match. It was a really good match. Really lo loads and loads of fun, amazing spots throughout. But it was just kind of... I just thought the Charlotte match should have been the main event because that was a title change and your the biggest title that is on the line in the show should be the main event. Were there any other titles on the line? Because what I did is I, I wrote that, I said... No. In in my review, I just wrote that line and I never fact-checked it. No, though I don't think so. Madcap Moss wasn't on the line. Cody was not on the line. Omos, nothing on the line. Uh... AJ and AJ, Edge. nothing on the line. Yeah, so it was the only title match, mm -hmm. and it was your fourth match. I mean, yeah, I. So this has been a subject of debate, really, uh, after the pay per view. What should have main evented? The six man tag or the. Are you trying to make yourself talk? No, but I've been, I was sort of looking up at you. I think someone's put the. So you can play this game, mate. <laughs> okay, let's bring it down. <laughs> Right, anyway. You've got your undeniable biggest stars mm. in this. I, you, Brandon Thurston can bust out a load of Google search traffic metrics to show that everybody searches for Roman Reigns. Yes. Way beyond everybody else. So there's that argument of putting them in the main event. But I agree. I think, really, this could have been the opening match. Easily. Just because there's, like you said, nothing on the line. And Roman, I, this report always sticks in my mind that he wants to either open or close shows. Yes. Which, you know, that's how he feels special. Put him at the front. I would make Seth and Cody the second to last match. Yeah. And then finish on Ronda and Charlotte. But going into this, like, in, I think this is easy to say in hindsight, because going into the, the match, mm. the, the show, I think 
you know, Ronda versus Charlotte has not been a good feud. No. I think it's it was inevitable that Ronda was going to win. I think the crowd could have very easily booed the match and booed the finish. So WWE, do they want to close their show on that note? So that's why they might have put it in at third from the top. Possibly, yeah. But I, I mean, I think Cody and Seth was a good choice for the opener mm-hmm. because the, the, the you get the Cody pop and he is so over, um, I thought, especially in this match. And so I, I can absolutely see why they did that. But yeah, I think the best choice for the opener would have been this six-man tag because it was so hot. The whole match was just so quick and it was just a, a perfect pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event opener. Um and yeah, I can absolutely see why they wouldn't want to maybe risk the Charlotte Ronda to go on last just because it hasn't been the hottest feud mm. and the reaction on Twitter hasn't, or on social media in general, hasn't been very positive. But then at the same time, it is your main title. The, 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 the main title that is being defended on the card and it's... It's Ronda and, and, and Charlotte. It, and it's an I quit match. And, yeah. and the moment of having Charlotte Flair scream I quit, that in itself, I think, is a big enough moment to close Backlash. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but let's talk about this six man, and we can discuss that when we get on to the women's match later on. So first off, why were there grasshoppers in Matt Riddle's flip flop kicking off AR? Because he smokes grass, uh, and he wears well, he hops flip flops, yeah. which sounds. Do they call them flip flops in America? I don't. I think I don't know what they call them in America. Sandals. I honestly have no idea why they're gra- they were grasshoppers. I, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, his is his his AR has usually just got random stuff in it. It's just birds. Yeah, but now it's grasshopper. So I'm sure someone in the comments will tell us why. It's... Shine grasshopper shine. Is it kind of like a you know young grasshopper? He is the protege. We do say flip flops. Uh, Andy is doing so great. All right. Well, you don't need to read out those ones with because grasshopper they sound ones. Like snakes? Huh? They sound like snakes. Well, that sort of they... that that can't be snakes it. Snakes are famously. I do need glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that, don't try and read that very small text. I've, all, the I've ordered them. <laughs> um, we don't know why grasshoppers were there. Is it an RK Bro thing? Was it a Drew McIntyre thing? I don't know. But there were 10 minutes of entrances. Uh, every match. There were six matches on this card. And Mwah! every single one was half entrances. Yeah. Loved it. This was... It was two hours, 53 minutes, this pay-per-view. Premium live event. Flew by. It did. Especially as you could kind of skip the recaps quite yes. a lot. Yeah. And the and the weird not ad breaks mm. that they have after every match. Here's that Bobby Lashley promo you've seen every month since November. Here's what happened on the pre-show, which, by the way, was nothing. <clears throat> it was a it was an hour-long pre-show. Yeah, I loved it. I just skipped through to make sure there were no mm-hmm. randomly announced matches. Yeah. Um, but this was an excellent match in terms of a six-man. Just so much excitement from the get-go. And it was based around Roman and Drew in opposite corners. And Roman's not tagging in. Like, he did tag in at one point, but then didn't go for Drew, he just tagged out to Anuso. And there was this great sort of hope spot where Mm. it was Riddle who's been worked over, because of course he was, 
and an Uso is knocked out. So Roman just drags the Uso out, puts him into the corner to tag in, and he tags in. But by that point, Riddle tags in McIntyre. Yeah. And you've got that great moment where they finally meet. Hockey fight, really hot. Rip, really hot. Really good stuff. Yeah. But for me, it was Randy Orton's pop and Randy Orton's interactions <coughs> with Reigns that were far more interesting. Yeah, and a much more... I mean, Drew's definitely over. Mm. But the especially the moment where Randy hits the RKO, it was huge. Because I think people genuinely bought into that as a as either a very near fall or, or the finish. So, yeah, I... I've seen Drew versus Randy, sorry, Drew versus Roman a lot. And I haven't seen Randy versus Roman quite so much. Mm. I don't think that's the way they're going to go at all, but you could definitely see it happening in the near future just because of the way, just simply in this match, in these in this 20 minutes, their interaction was much more gripping than than pretty much anything else, although it was a fantastic match. Well, it's just, if you look at Raw this year, Orton is by far the biggest star on mm. there. He gets the biggest pops. He had the, you know, career appreciation night two weeks ago. I think, out, you know, even though he's the tag team champion, yeah, I think there is a definite argument to ride this wave of momentum and make Randy Orton your main challenger for Roman. I mean, maybe if because the subject of this podcast is what is next for Roman because they have not done a good job at building up anyone no. to the goddle so you've got in this match Drew McIntyre was always the you know obvious choice he was facing him on the European tour they've started feuding on Smackdown but now I'm like oh but what if they choose Randy instead because of this or why not just go with both guys because he's got two belts true a triple threat would be would be a lot of fun inside Hell in a Cell. I mean, I it's think a way to elongate the feud as well. It is. I mean, my my <clears throat> my, my guess would be that it would be Drew at Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. because while it's in not, Hell in a Cell, it's not. Yeah, because it's not one of the because that keeps the Usos out. Mm-hmm. Um, that will definitely work. Yeah, it always works uh, because that. And while it's not a big five pay view, I think they just see them going inside hell as a really kind of big moment mm. um and i think drew could claim or roman through the cell there's lots of the spear through the cell there's lots of kind of good moments for those two so i think that'll probably be the match i think roman will win again i don't think i don't think roman's dropping his belts yet money in the bank i don't know what the plan is but you, i i wouldn't be surprised if it's cody or SummerSlam. Oh, you th- so this is the other thing. Obviously, you've got Drew Orton yeah. in the sort of short term. I don't think either guy is beating Roman. No. You've got The Rock in the very far distance, yeah. if that even happens. That only needs one belt, I think, so, wait, if I, any. Are the, but the belts were unified. They but are. were they? But I, They are unified, but there are still two of them, so I think he can lose one at a time. I'm disappointed that he hasn't introduced a new belt. With the half flowers, with the flowers around the side. right, or like, do you remember the old uh, women's championship where they lay lay cool had it mm. and they they each yeah. held a half of it? He could combine the belts and have like half a blue strap and half a black strap. I think at this rate, just give him a giant gauntlet for yeah. his Superman fist, with and he can have five. little belts 
the, five gems on it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So you've obviously got the Universal and WWE. The the Usos can put in mm. their tag belts, and they, so need one more. He could win the twenty four seven. He can create a belt, the God All Championship. Yeah. And no one will the ever head of the table him. belt. Yeah. Because yeah. that he's on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your fist. Yeah. And then yeah. Throughout the match he he stores them all up and Superman punches. Yeah. Away. Perfect. So I think I think you could have Drew Hell in a Cell, Randy, Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. <laughs> One match. Yeah. That's a three match program you've just blown through. But I know, but Hell in a Cell for WWE's tends to be the the big one. That's a that's a feud starter. Start I mean, with a Hell in a Cell, follow up with a, a Fool's Count Anywhere, mm. and you end on a straight-up singles bout. It's a tale as old as wrestling no, logic. The, the final one's the la, uh, Last Man Standing, surely. No, that's too... Uh, no, no, you need to t- strip away the stipulations. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, fine. Well, Maybe chuck an intergender match in there. I, I, what I think will happen is that it will be lots of Drew matches. Mm. What I would like for, for to happen after this is is to, for Randy just to get a match in there, lose it, but just, I think that's a good match for Money in the Bank, especially yeah, how yeah. over Randy is at the moment. Well, I, yeah, I, what, whatever happens, I think we'll have an Autumn McIntyre thing with Reigns through the summer. Mm. Of course, we've got the UK pay per view at the start of September. Makes sense for Drew to be in the mix there, but I could also see Drew splitting off to have the Tyson Fury match if that's yeah. on the cards. But the other big news coming out of this pay per view is. Is it news? Is it just a weird slogan that WWE are using to promote Money in the Bank? Or is it the new hot thing for WWE? And that is, they announced Money in the Bank. It's taking place at the Allegiant Stadium, which Mm -hmm. is where SummerSlam took place last year. Huge venue. And they are billing it, probably as a way to make it more important, as the winner of the Money in the Bank briefcase could main event WrestleMania. Yeah, but that's not what they said. What did they say? I'm pretty sure Cody said the winner, Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank, will main event WrestleMania. Will main event. That is what I said in my news. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was de- it was definitely very... Yeah. And, of course, Money in the Bank winners could always main event WrestleMania, yeah. depending on when they do it. But that's always been a Royal Rumble spot. So... Are WWE actually finally going to commit to something long term? And Cody was the guy who announced mm. this. We've been saying, uh, you know, since the reports first broke that Cody was going to WWE, that a Money in the Bank win could suit his character really yeah. well, especially if he announces it in advance. So Cody wins Money in the Bank and says, "I'm going to face you at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns." That's. I think that. I think that works. Sort of. Mm. Because I think if you're going to have Roman versus The Rock, that should be his only match of the weekend. Because I think if you've got two yeah. matches, that completely dilutes it. Well, I, I I think more and more that The Rock isn't going to turn up. Yeah. I mean, it, it's very unlike WWE to be going, here is a gimmick and we are committing to this 10 months out of WrestleMania. Mm. If the rule is that you win Money in the Bank, you get a guaranteed main event... That means they need to decide who who is going to main event WrestleMania now. And it has to be the person... So presumably it would be the women's one on the first night and then the men's one on the second night. So you have... Unless The Rock comes back for, for Money in the Bank, 
The Rock could win money in the bank. He could win money in the bank, but it means that you have to decide like now who your woman, what, what your women's match for the first night is going to be. And it actually makes it more important than yeah. the Royal Rumble because the Rumble gives you a title shot at WrestleMania. It doesn't give you a main event at WrestleMania because mm. obviously Ronda won. I actually, when I was writing the news earlier, I was like, is it, is it the same? No, it's different because Ronda won the Rumble, but she was in the penultimate hmm. match uh, well, this time. Main event could mean four or five different spots on the yes. card. A main match. Do you think that kind of dilutes the Rumble's appeal if the briefcase is now doing the same thing? Possibly, but it's still my favourite match yeah. of the year. So I'd, I, think, <laughs> I think it's still got the same mystique and everything. Um, but I hope it's... I hope it... I hope it's not the case that this is for the main event because I like the gimmick. I know they haven't done it very well, especially with the women where they just win it and it is, a, it is basically how quickly can you cash this in? But to actually have... And I want a heel to win it as well so they can hold it and be threatening because I actually really like that gimmick mm. but unless they sort of just use it as a battering ram for several weeks. But when they do it properly, it's it's really good. So I hope that they haven't just decided oh, we can't be bothered to have that anymore, so we'll just give them a match in 10 months' time. Maybe it's just a one-off thing, just to see this year, because maybe it was part of whatever story Creative and Cody came up with when Cody agreed to sign. Um, but I... Look, Money in the Bank has been rubbish for five, six years. When was the last relevant one? Can't even remember. Who won it before Baron Corbin when Corbin tripped getting into the ring with Jinder? That was 2017, 2018. So we're no looking idea. at five years of nonsense yeah. here. If if they're going to treat it seriously and Cody's like, I'm going to cash this in in advance, WrestleMania main event. I think that's a fantastic story, particularly for Cody's character. It is. But for me, Money in the Bank, I know it still hasn't really been that for a while, but it is still the thing that the kind of... The guy and the girl who deserves more wins so that they have that kind of opportunity at a title shot. But I think if you make it so that the only people who can win are people who can also main event WrestleMania, you really limit the pool mm. of potential winners. Because I, I want to go into the Money in the Bank match thinking, oh, could Chad, could Chad Gable win this? Could uh, Finn Balor win this? But if you make it for that main event spot, I'm thinking, well... Could Cody win it? Could Brock Lesnar win it? So it, I think it really limits the amount of people who actually win it because it's like Cody, yeah. Brock, The Rock, Charlotte, Becky. I think Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Cody. I think you could do you a could, really packed. You could put them in there, but I don't think any of them have got a chance to win apart from like three people for that to actually main That's event usually, WrestleMania. I think I think you're looking at Money in the Bank with rose I am because I really like it here. when it works well. Because I, this is never how it goes. I know it's not. And when someone does win that you don't expect, like an Otis, it doesn't pan out the I way know, you want but it that, to. But that means that there will be no more Otis's winning, which is which which yes, is fine because the story was crap. But at the same time, I like the shock of, oh my God, yeah. that person's won. It is fun, but um, it's it's also like just slamming your head against a door. Mm. Uh, but yes, Roman won, speared Riddle in this six man and Randy and Drew were just sort of taken out by the side. Nothing was built. Really fun main event. 
but ultimately a bit of treading water there for yeah. the for the pay-per-view hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's see what people thought on the Ultra Chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get your Ultra Chats in there. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars. Riot DR says, You know, if RK Bro were to lose the Raw Tag Titles as a direct result of Roman Reigns, leading to Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns, I would not be upset. Theory needs more challengers, so Riddle could do that. Hope all is well. Jam that jam. Yeah. That means RK Bro would have to kind of not break up but definitely go to separate bits yeah, and I don't want that yet and I don't know when I'll be ready for that mm. because I really like them I think Randy Orton could sort of simultaneously feud with the Usos and Roman in the same way that Roman could be split across Orton and Drew R- yeah it's Riddle at ringside with the two belts just kind of as his, mm. as his cheerleader I don't think you need to split them up Riot DR again hey yo I like the Intercontinental Championship. Remember the Intercontinental Championship? Remember Ricochet? Nope. Gotta make room for the Nigerian Giant versus the Almighty and Cy Corbin versus Moss. I did, I did, I did groan a bit when they were, his name is now the Nigerian Giant Omos. Mm, of course it is. I also hate them saying Seth Frickin' Rollins as if it's his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. <gasps> Hello, Andy. Hello, Ollie. I can't watch this live, sadly, because I'm waiting for my parents to arrive to celebrate a little bit. Was it Dan's birthday today? I saw him put on Twitter, 
Uh, so that's 28. Yes. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> I do, Boots dog. I do not even have favourites anymore in WWE. They fire them all. So I don't care too much who wins Money in the Bank. Would be happy for Cody. And finally for now, Amanda Savage, who's been a member for a whole year. Real Andy Datsum fans have WrestleTalk.com as their homepage so they can get Andy's up-to-the-minute breaking news all day, every day. Well done, Andy. Thanks, Amanda. I hope you enjoy covering Raw tonight. Do you want to say some words to your uh, hundreds and hundreds of Randy... What do you call them? Randy fans? Ran... Randaholics? Uh, someone did give me one once, a, a the, fan name. The Dat Sons? Yeah, the Dat Sons works. Get, suggest, because I've forgotten. There was one that was that was quite good. Um, I don't know. Randy fans for now. Uh, thank you very much for your support. It was very, very nice to see every single day. Um, and uh, I think... It was it was so much more positive than I could have expected, which was very <laughs> lovely to see. Uh, and I hope that I do you all proud. And I hope that I do you all proud. Well, the best way to support Andy and Wrestle Talk today is to check out Wrestling GM. It's a GM game for your phone in a fictional universe with 500 fictional characters across 20 promotions across the whole globe in many different countries. They build up their own lore, their own unique backstories for each wrestler they've got in the game. You choose them. You book them to your promotion. You book them in feuds against other wrestlers. You do all the tinkering that football manager or the old E-Feds were so great for. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling GM. Check it out now using the link in the video description below. Please, every little click really helps support the channel and support us and it's a great game too and it's wrestling it is wrestling i think i'm gonna go with fandies um oh sorry i forgot to mention fandies fandies mm. uh ability to create your own custom wrestler and to create your own fantasy wrestling universe your way so i guess you could if you're gonna do create a wrestler you could you could create randy you yeah could create ollie People have people have created some of us in the office on uh, on uh, on on WWE as well. Mm. You can do that for me as well. Uh, but yes, click the link in the description below. You could try you could try booking a Randy Games of your own in Wrestling GM and see how that plays. See if I actually still keep winning. Yes, yeah, see how that plays. Well, you can book you to win. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know whether it was like a simulation thing. No, no, no. It's you book oh, to win, nice. and then you see how that plays with the fans, whether you're pushing someone too hard. Mm. Don't think you are. No. I think it's perfect. You ran through all of us. I know. <laughs> The rest of this show, WrestleMania Backlash, no pre-show, thank God. The, the opening match was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. I really like their WrestleMania match. Mm -hmm. A lot of people said it was, you know, one of the top two to three best matches of the weekend. But f and I, I think, but I think most of it was because of that. It's Cody, yeah, pop, yeah. which is undeniable. But I preferred this second match mm. just because it had a bit more substance them to work with there was no feud in the previous no. one it was just but here's two guys 
they have a match. But now it had all that month of story since. And it worked because while it was kind of like a sort of goofy Seth going, oh, I didn't have any time to prepare. <laughs> you you can't, uh, that's not fair. I, I, I needed more time. <laughs> it wasn't fair for you to spring him on me like that. I think that actually really worked mm. because the, the beginning of the match... You have all those sort of Cody going for all his all his sort of signature moves, Seth ducking out of all of them, and it did rile the crowd up, and it did rile Cody up, and it really worked. And Seth was so booed in this match, so I think it really worked. I think it, like you say, the the WrestleMania match had the had the kind of fanfare of oh my god, it's Cody, but actually as a technical match, this was a better watch. Mm. Especially because of how back and forth it was. Yeah. All these counters. It wasn't just Seth doing the counters. It was Cody too. But, the, you know, telling that story that, yeah, when I can prepare for you, mm. I can really nearly beat you. Um, the, my two favorite spots, there was this Cody's disaster kick that he springboards yep. off the middle rope for. Seth caught him. Yeah, on the shoulders. On the shoulders for a buckle bomb. Awesome spot. Yeah. And the second one was this excellent near fall where it was the old Seth superplex yeah. straight up into the Falcon Arrow, but Cody counters that into a crossroads. Mm. And then I I thought that was the finish. And Seth, you don't really know if he was just passed out and it was yeah, luck yeah. or it was intentional. His foot was on the ropes for a great near fall. It was. And it was, yeah, because it didn't, and it didn't feel like they'd kind of done it really on purpose, sort of like, oh, we better do this move over here and then I'll kind of push mm. Seth a bit to the, so he can put his... It, it felt like he was just collapsed and that his leg just happened to fall onto the rope. Um, and I think that's testament to, to Seth, who's... I think his injury selling can be questioned at times, but his actual wrestling selling yeah. is one of the best. But um, what? how did you feel about this finishing in a roll-up? Right, yeah, so this is a curious finish but you know usually when we come out of wrestling wwe shows we're like this is stupid here's all the reasons why it's stupid yeah. booking usually great matches bad finishes when the creative starts to get in the way mm. of themselves but here i was like huh i want to see where this goes i don't think it's bad no i mean they're obviously turning <clears> his <throat> heel because he's got so much heel momentum now <laughs> Uh, give, give it time. No, I think it worked because <laughs> because Seth tried to do it immediately beforehand. So this was the O'Connor roll yeah, yeah, yeah. combination. And I, I think it's I think it's kind of allowed because he's like, hey, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a heel, but if you're going to try try that, then I, I, anything you can do, I can do better. Mm. So Seth grabbed the tights, yeah. and then Cody reversed, yeah, and Cody, and then the it's again it kind of built into that whole that whole story of like, oh, you weren't. Like, mm. yeah, you can prepare as much as you like, but I can still kind of counter you, counter your move. Well, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think it was a heel turn, far from it. Although, it's a month into Cody's run now, and I am seeing more and more people go, I don't, I'm not so into this. So I am, there is a part of me that's like, oh no, would the same thing happen to Cody in two months' time? No. Do you I, not don't, I don't. I don't think so, and I think they're gonna. Well, as in, imagine if they announced the money in the bank cash in, whatever nine months out, whatever it is, and then people start to turn on him. Possibly, I wouldn't be at all surprised. I mean, I, I thought I think his run's been really good, and I really I re respect him as a, as a performer. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if in his contract he was like, 
oh, I'm a babyface until <laughs> at least next WrestleMania. And no matter what, you can't mm. make me a heel until I'm whatever. Uh, but I like this finish. I, I thought Cody came across as a smart baby face, not one of those, oh, the guy's trying to cheat. Yes. What? Uh, so I like that. Plus, I think if you look at this match, the rest it's, it's a really artistically structured mirror image. What mm. the story is, anything you can do, I can do better, or I've got counters to every move you have. Yeah. But then you look at it, they both tried pedigrees. Yes. Seth hit one. They both tried their top rope moves. They both missed them, the Phoenix Splash and the Moonsault. Mm. And then at the end, they both try this pinning, this cheating pin, and Cody got the one up. Yeah. So there is kind of an element of this is still a draw right now. Mm. But Cody even though Cody won twice. Has did do an interview with WWE.com afterwards mm. where he said, I think we can basically draw a line under Seth now. Yeah. I'm moving on. I want the belt. I've made that very clear. I did the whole thingy after the match. So I'm hungry. Yes. That's uh, feed me more, I think it is. Um but uh yeah, so I, I would be very surprised if we get another Cody Seth match simply because I don't think they would have aired that interview mm. if he was like, Oh, I'm done with Seth and then tomorrow we have another Seth versus Cody match. I yeah, I I'd, and I'd be disappointed if they went back to yeah. it soon. But I, that's not to say later this year or maybe at the start of next year, Seth can't go, no, actually, I want to main event WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised if tonight Cody opens <clears> the match, <throat> opens the, the show by entering himself in the Money in the Bank match. Mm. Even though Helena sells the next pay-per-view. Yeah. I think I, I don't know whether you could keep Cody off a pay-per-view for now. Um, but I think that would be, given that they've started advertising it and given that they've maybe got this new stipulation, he might come out, kind of expand on what he said, and then he goes, and I want to declare myself. By the way, Vince told me last night that beating Seth, I've actually qualified. Mm -hmm. Well, I could definitely see Seth come out and say, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Yeah. if you want to get money in the bank spot, you got to beat me at Alan. You got to climb a ladder. Yeah. Uh, well, very good match, though. Yeah. And excited to see where Cody goes and ready for Seth to do something different. Yeah. After that, we had the worst match on the card quite comfortably. Although I, it was still quite impressive for Bobby and MVP. I thought they both were very good. Yes. But a Moss, hot damn, cannot wrestle. Which yeah. is quite important See, for a wrestling show. I've seen a lot of people say, look, he's bad, but he's not as bad as the great Carly. Mm. I I think he he can run quite quicker than the, than the great Carly, but in terms of actual moveset, there is no difference whatsoever. He is a lumbering giant who has had several years to learn more than three moves. I know that Vince likes his giants to only know three moves, but... He's not good. And it's not... If you're going to book him, I think he just needs to win. And you yeah. may... And well, and he... he and he did, but he cheated. Like, MVP cheated for him. That doesn't make him a dominating giant. Mm. That actually makes him, like, the guy who gets... A, like, the, the sort of cheating heel. And, like, I did... I mean, I wasn't really watching when the, when the great Carly was around. I mean, I see quite a lot of the matches since. But was his manager like cheating for him because i don't think he was 
Uh, I think oh he God, was kind of being annoying, remember. but I don't think he was like hitting people with things. I think it distracted the referee a fair bit. It's 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 com- yeah, it's totally counterintuitive ways to book someone strong. Yeah. Um, so it isn't working. And when he was wrapped up in the ropes, he looked like, oh my god, I'm terrified. I'm like, it just it all, all, all the visuals for me were so off. And I don't I I don't want Bobby Lashley to be, to be buried by just losing immediately. But at the same time, I can I can see this being a Hell in a Cell match. Oh god, yeah, there's definitely going to be another rubber match after this one. Yeah. MVP hit uh, Lashley with a, the cane. And that's what it's got to be, Kane. Yeah. That's what turned Bobby into uh, an Amos tree slam. Yeah. Amos did take a bump. Uh, it wasn't a very good one. No, he, D- well, an Uranagi from Lashley, well, and Amos just did the teeniest hop up and fell back. I feel like it was more like a spine buster, but a one arm spine buster. Can thing, you? Yeah, standing. Like, I can, you can see, you can see what even Bobby Lashley can't really like get mm-hmm. Omos up for a, for a proper bump. Yeah, no it good. was it was the worst match on the card, and I don't like watching his matches. Watch him again and see whenever he sells, he just does this. Yeah. That's his version of selling. He just slightly turns and his going, shoulder towards oh, him. No, oh, no. After that, warp. we got the Money in the Bank promo, which we've already covered with Cody. Then we got AJ Styles versus Edge, which was another match I enjoyed more than their WrestleMania match. And I really like their WrestleMania match. Yeah, I really like this match. Um, I really enjoyed Edge's kind of working over the the, the left shoulder Mm -hmm. because that's obviously the the shoulder that he separated. Um, I think Edge is one of the, the best heels in wrestling history. He's got fantastic facials. He the, the match itself was actually just a really good match. The ending, while predictable, was was great. I don't, I don't think it was predictable. You don't. So, so here's well, I well, know uh, what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so here's what happened. They wrestled a really great match. Uh, Damian Priest walks down to distract AJ when he's on the top rope. Yeah. Damian Priest should not have been there at all because he was banned from ringside, mm. so what's the point? But Finn Balor runs down to take him out. They brawl into the ring and out. Referee is distracted by them. Hooded figure pulls AJ off the top rope. AJ falls into Edge. Edge chokes him out to win. And then the commentators, very expertly, are like, who is this guy? And I'm like, who is this guy? Well, who is who this is- guy wearing Rhea Ripley's trunks, you mean? I Tides. didn't see that. Did you spot that right away? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I knew it was Rhea Ripley anyway because I watched the show after writing the news. Oh, if you didn't know that, I absolutely would have done. Sean's been reporting this for weeks. It could have been Champa. <laughs> no, I was like, no, it was because a, the commentary were like, "Who is this guy?" Without without sounding like a like a weirdo, it was a clearly feminine lower body. Like, and I think. She she was also wearing Rhea Ripley's gear. Look at this picture. Um, so Edge versus AJ Styles. Well, while you while you do that, there was one moment which I thought was or a couple of moments. So the whole idea was that AJ couldn't really do anything with his left arm. Mm-hmm. He he hits the Styles Clash, which requires your left arm a lot. And then he tried to go up for the phenomenal phenomenal forearm, which he hits with his right arm, and he decided that he couldn't hit it. Yes. 
no, I no, didn't it, think... it was it was so he could because usually he slingshots using no, both know, arms on, on the, the top other one. Rope. He was whacking him and then picking him up, and he's got to like put his arms behind there and do that. And then he was like, "Oh, I can't possibly jump." He obviously had some mobility, but he didn't have enough mobility mm, to do okay. that part. I I really enjoyed um, AJ's one arm selling because so often, you know, Seth Rollins style wrestlers will sell their body ah. part but then still use yeah. but then they'll go oh out afterwards but aj did uh, a much better thing where he's like oh i can't use this arm i won't use this arm then yeah. and just modified everything to work yeah, around so that's why he went up to the top rope and this is why when mm. this this interference happened so you think those that is the uh undeniable silhouette of rhea ripley I thought it was an undeniably female silhouette, and I knew that the rumour was that it was Rhea Ripley. You don't look at that and think that's Champa's body? Not, in, not <laughs> even slightly. I guess the beard would be well, pushing yeah, it up the, the bottom. And the, the, the other, yeah, the other parts. Other parts? You can't see any other parts. They're just legs. The bottom is more muscly than Champa's bottom. Champa's got a muscly bot. He does, but also Champa, while he's not very tall, is is taller than Rhea Ripley. I'm trying to find a better picture of just her standing. Well, what anyway? I was worked beautifully. You thought I it, thought, you it, thought, it, was thought it was Champa. Champa. Okay. Well, I thought it was either Champa or someone else. Mm. But the commentary did enough misdirecting to go, "Who is this guy?" Yes. But I was not thinking Rhea Ripley. I did she it was have well black hair before this, or did she have blonde hair before this? She's definitely changed something in that. Yeah, way, I think it's because black, her face looked sort of paler, dark black, purple hair. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I'm very interested to see what they do. I do still hope that they do add Champa because I feel like he's directionless. Mm -hmm. um, I could easily see this turning into. Rhea winning the belt from Bianca. Yeah, yeah. And I would love that. I think that's a great way to make House of Purple look really good. Because the part of the House of Purple is that you've got kind of Edge as the sort of spokesperson and everyone else is very quiet. And unfortunately, Rhea Ripley, while being a fantastic wrestler, when she's given scripted content, mm. is very is not very good at performing. It's not engaging. No. Yeah. Well, I, if uh, Edge can make that argument from a kayfabe perspective... Like Priest, Ripley, you were floundering. You come to me and then all of a sudden, boom, women's champion. Yeah. I don't know what, maybe Priest and Champa could win the tag belts. Mm. Something like that. Uh, and then there's like an argument that Edge should face Roman. Yeah. Uh, spear against a spear. Spear versus spear. And again. then all you need is Mace, T-Bar, <laughs> Mustafa Ali. And go, oh man, we didn't make it work, uh -oh. but you can. Uh, the So yeah, really good match by itself. And... An angle on a pretty like mm. uh, a show that really didn't progress any stories. Yes, this was a really exciting beat and in the House of Purple. And Judgment Day. sorry, especially a show which didn't have Bianca Belair on. You still kind of had a women's angle mm. for Raw, and so tonight I wouldn't be surprised to see Ripley uh, confront yeah Bianca. Well, Liv Morgan tweeted out a two sweet. And I, they haven't really done anything with AJ and Bala as this mm. new unified thing. So I think we could be on our way to a pay-per-view match of Edge, Priest and Ripley yeah. versus AJ, Bala and Liv Morgan. And then Champa interferes. So then he adds another one. Every pay-per-view, it's just another random guy getting added. Yeah. And you'll go, oh, who could that be? With the giant beard <laughs> and the... No, but, well, next time he'll be... 
he'll look like a woman as yeah, a silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. is this girl? Oh, it's... Oh, I thought it was Tamina. Massively bearded chamfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we got Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Third from the top of the card. Definite argument to have made at the main event, mm. given that the star power of both of them, the I Quit stipulation, and the title change, and the only title match on the card. But, as we said in the intro, <coughs> I think there's a... I can see why they didn't make mm. it that. Um... This was this exceeded expectations. Massively. It was far better than their really quite bad WrestleMania match. And they they lamped the hell out of each other. It was a fight. And do you know what I, I really like about no, no DQ matches? Is when they go, oh, we don't have to be in the ring. Mm. Because while obviously it's easy to see when it's in the ring, if I was having a fight with someone that was a no DQ, I wouldn't go, well, I better stay in the confines of this ring. I would go out and get as many weapons to hit someone with as possible. And that's what they did. Yes, there were, there were goofy moments like the lightsaber duel where Ronda was like, ah, oh, I got a stick. And Ron Charlotte goes, well, I've got two sticks. And it's like, dun, dun. yeah. And then in, <laughs> instead of kind of doing like a kind of duel, she just went, oh, now I have a double stick. I, I thought that was, I was like, oh, I kind of would have preferred a actual i don't know i know that would have been stupid but at the you moment want in, the, again, in the moment i wanted jewel of the fates to start and i wanted <laughs> her to somehow glue them together so that she'd be like darth maul the most underrated <laughs> sith lord um he looked sorry are you looking forward to obi-wan kenobi coming out in a couple of weeks so sure. not bothered anyway yeah so that was goofy but actually all the stuff in the crowd ronda was busted open in her eyebrow at one point the natural selection to the chair was good. It made mm, the natural yeah. selection actually look like a good move. Um, Ronda not uh, saying I quit in the in the figure eight was big. Um, mm. I mean, I always saw the chair was next to her, but like the kind of actual, there were some moments where I thought I didn't think Ronda was ever gonna say like say I quit, but it was sort of moments of peril. Um, and while the finish, if you look closely, <laughs> is rubbish, it works for me. Because the the chair wrapped around the armbar, but yeah. really the chair had no. Yeah. If you if you zoom in slightly, actually, if you look at my check out my news later, you see that actually the, the chair has zero effect whatsoever. It's not like kind of when you jump on someone's neck with the chair and it. Pilmanize, yeah. Yeah. It, it 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 didn't quite work, but anything through a chair in WWE kayfabe is more painful. <laughs> I yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, other really cool spots in that kendo stick fight. Ronda trapped both the sticks and did a sort of belly to belly on Charlotte onto the ramp. And as she caught Charlotte, Charlotte just went, oh, S word, <laughs> really loudly. Uh, there was a, a powerbomb from Charlotte on the barricade, which was really good. I thought Ronda's selling was very good throughout. Mm. People don't really talk about that, but she is great at just ragdolling herself. It it is, you know. I feel like you notice that with people who have done MMA. Mm. I mean, Brock is one of the best sellers because yeah, yeah. I feel like he just knows what it's like to be <laughs> in massive pain, so that he can do it. What did what did you think of the kind of the dialogue in the match? Like, I was hoping you'd say that Mother's Day, Ma <laughs> Mother's Have Day, Have a great Mother's Day, and that, that was like Ronda's power up moment. Yeah, and then she was like. And then she had her in the armbar, and then she went, no, no, I'll never quit. I was hoping you would say that. And then kind of twisted her arm more. I quit, I quit, I quit. Yeah, because because they had the gimmick of the microphone nearby at all times yeah. to catch the I quit words, it did have that 
the dialogue that I honestly miss from the pandemic days, the lockdown days, when wrestlers could just do these weird Shakespearean dramas. Well, well so Rhonda, it's not what she said, but she she hasn't... She, I know she's a kind of badass, but she hasn't got a very badass voice. Mm. So it always comes across as a bit dorky. She lacks inflection. Yeah, like I, I was hoping you'd say that. It's, I don't, it doesn't. I don't. It's not like, <laughs> like it's not like Batman saying it. Sorry, I just remembered the best spot of the match mm. when Ronda threw. Sorry, when Charlotte threw a freaking TV camera. At yeah, and she and it hit the and it literally hit the the kendo sticks. So good. I've never seen that before. They brought no. into the crowd. Really fun match. Um, the crowd weren't into it. They were into certain spots. They're into the title change, yeah. but most of the time they were more into we want tables chance. Yeah. And that is unfortunate. And, you know, I do feel annoyed at the crowd for that, but at the same time, it's not a good story. What do you expect? You can't yeah. just mostly you can't just say, here's Two people you haven't gotten behind having a match with no good story. No. So it's kind of a, a problem that of WWE's own creation. Yeah. And I know. Uh, so the, the title of this video is "What's Next for Roman," but what do you think is next for Ronda? I mean, without without spoiling my news, Charlotte's going to be away yeah, yeah. for a bit. Fracture radius. They announced yeah. on the show. Yes, which is a bit, which is a real thing. Like, that's the which only is, bone I've ever broken, my I've, radius. I've never broken anything. Well done. Apart from many hearts. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, so Charlotte's going to be gone for a while. So that leaves Ronda with a really small roster of people to face. There is Lacey Evans, who we don't know what her character is mm -hmm. now after she returned. There's Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be Aaliyah. We've got Charlotte, uh, sorry, uh, Sasha and Naomi, who are tag champs, tag champions. But I could, I could see probably Sasha, Sasha running another thing with Ronda, and then you've just got a sort of handful of others mm. who, if they face Raquel? Ronda, Raquel. But I don't want it to be Raquel because Ronda's going to win immediately. And <laughs> I mean, all if you remember Ronda's first run with the belt, it was kind of two minute matches where she would kill yeah. everyone, and you. Luckily, you do have fodder on the on the SmackDown roster, but you've only got eleven people, and one of them, Charlotte, she's not there. So you've actually only got nine people who can challenge Ronda for the for the title, mm. and one of them is Aaliyah, and one of them is Natalia, who's spending most of her time on NXT. So mm. I I don't know what she's going to do unless it's just the, a rerun of of uh, just beating everyone in five five seconds. I'm not excited. Whatever it is. No, like just like it's not always about the challenger making the feud. It's it's about the champion, and I've just not been into Ronda. I'm afraid uh, since uh, her return. I would be excited if Ronda had a good manager. Yeah, because yeah. that's what she needs. Because Ronda is not a talker. Mm -hmm. She was brought into the company before she'd had a lot of promo training and this in the start, and then she left. Probably didn't ever do any promo training for two and a half years or however long it was that mm -hmm. she was gone for. She comes back. And it's probably worse. Her, she's not a good promo. Yeah, she doesn't really care anymore either. Interesting note from Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee and Michael Cole, by the way, I thought were very good. Yes. I, I, I can't you, believe how good they did are. Did you hear his? Did you hear Michael Cole no-selling The Fiend? Well, yeah. So Pat McAfee in this match, 1 hour 47, 54 sec, 1 hour 47 minutes, 54 seconds in, if you want to hear it. 
Pat McAfee says, is that the fiend in the front row? Yeah. There was a kid wearing a fiend <laughs> mask. And Michael Cole just goes, no, I'm not. I'm not even going there. And he just goes, oh, wow, look at what Ronda's doing. Um, Pat I al- is trying. He is. I almost. He's, he's a cheeky chappy, isn't he? When, when I saw the headline of that this morning, I was like, oh, that's a good one for the news. And then I was like, oh, no, it's not. It's just Pat being Pat. Mm. I was like, oh, no, it's, it's not WWE teasing anything. Uh, and the final match we'll talk about, because we've already covered the main event, was Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. Here's what you need to know. There was a guy wearing a hook shirt in the front row. Yeah. That was fun. Baron Corbin has learned a new move. He had a senton splash. That was one of the most bizarre things I've seen this year. That Baron Corbin has done a new move. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got his nine, what was it, like eight moves of doom. I think he has one of the best move sets in the company. He does. His choke slam is incredible. Choke slam is very good. Deep, deep six is wonderful. The the sort of slide around the post is good fun. And now End we've got day. the senton. Yeah. Uh, he, was but... never, he was never going to win. He, he He's dressed like a 19-year-old English man in in, in uh, sort of Napa. Oh, so you think, based on dress sense, Madcap Moss was going to win with his bright yellow suspenders? <laughs> yeah, his, 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 as Luke says, his Misty from Pokemon cosplay. Yeah, sexy Misty. <laughs> um, Adult she, Misty costume. Could she be any wearing. sexier? Um, yeah, I really hope this is the start of the him losing Madcap. Mm-hmm. He can't be called Moss because that's too IT crowd for me. Um, <laughs> And Moss isn't a cool name. Riddick Moss, yes, it's very comic book, but actually it's a good wrestling name. Yeah. And Riddick Moss is a good wrestler, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Um, promise. So I, I hope this is the end of this because this match, other than the Omos one, was quite boring. Well, uh, I definitely think this is continuing, just like the Lashley and Moss match. Uh, Moss... Just Moss and Moss. That's, that's confusing, actually. Mm. Moss that got a sunset flip yes. pin on, on Happy Corbin. But unhappy Corbin, whatever he is now. So I think that will continue. But yeah, I think the I think we'll look back on the costumes that these guys are wearing in just like two years and go, man, that's dated. Mm. What a stupid era of rest of WWE that little mid-card bit was. Uh, and then we had the main event. Overall, I gave this a 70%, which sort of translates to a 3 out of 5 if you're keeping score yeah. at home. Um, AEW pay-per-views generally are about 90% or more uh, if you want a reference. But, you know, considering how lackluster the build was going in, mm. I, th- I thought WWE really over-delivered in the in-ring wrestling part of this, and it was under three hours. Yeah, that was the best thing about. No, honestly, it was a it was a pretty. I, I would say one of the better shows they've done this year. Um, yeah, there was. Yes, well, I the, think both WrestleManias were better. Yeah, I mean the Omos match was. I would actually say bad. The yeah. the 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 Moss match was a bit boring, but other than that, I thought all the other matches were very good. So I would. I would, yeah, close, I would sort of say three, three and a half to, to four out of five, um, especially WWE standards.
Well, let's see what your Ultra Chat thoughts are on the rest of the paper. My tablet's died, which is why I'm looking oh. over here now. Big Red Eyed Machine, Menberg for nine months. So there's no one for Reigns. So let's bring back the Armageddon Helena Cell. Who are your other five? And Ripley joining with no one, number one to feud with. Hashtag one for one for Ollie and Ollie for one. Um, so five people. A six person Helena Cell so match. So you, you pick one and then I'll pick one. Well, if it's if it's gonna be the biggest, Drew. Randy. Kevin Owens. Edge. Ezekiel. <laughs> Seth. Sure. Um, and Ripley joining with number one to feud with. I don't know what that means. With no one to feud with. With no one to feud with. And quality greed, Andy making this podcast watchable. Well done, Andy. Originator of Jam That Jam. Well done, Andy. Best website writer. Well done, Andy. Best news presenter. Well done, Andy. And best intangible of them all. First ever Quizzlemania champion. Well done, Andy. Mm. Well done, Andy. I guess. Um, that's all the chats we've got for today. So, Wrestlemania Backlash. Not really that exciting a uh, show. The live reaction uh, stream we got. The figures there were pretty low as well. So just... Yeah unsurprisingly not a lot of interest in this six match card with only one title on the line and no real storyline progression yeah i was gonna say and the matches were good but actually there's not a lot to talk about Mm. coming out of the show other than the sort of stuff we are making up ourselves but you know the cody stuff that all the matches were good uh really excited about ripley in judgment day yeah Cool. Well yeah. done, WWE. It wasn't actively bad. No. Please support this channel and check out Wrestling GM. The link is in the video description below. It's a great game, like Football Manager or the eFed games of old, where you can book a fictional wrestling universe with over 500 characters, 20 promotions, and even st- more stuff around the world. Three booking things, you said earlier. Yes. You've got the fight card tab where you book the matches you've got the corporate tab where you deal with the backstage happenings in your promotion and you've got the roster tab where you arrange your promotions wrestlers who they are signing booking them feuds title matches it's really really good game so please check them out using the link below but for now i've been ollie davis this has been randy andy datson who is preparing to press the end stream button yep i got it jam that jam Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. 
Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.